The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Zeal. If you want a good massage but don't have the time to get one, have the massage come to you with Zeal. You pick the time and the location. Have your next massage on demand at home. Our listeners can get $20 off their first massage with promo code BIGIDEA. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, May 10th. In today's news... The three American detainees have safely returned home from North Korea. More revelations emerge about which companies paid money to Michael Cohen. And Iran fires on Israeli forces. Israel fires back. But first, the big idea. Why John McCain is voting against Gina Haspel to lead the CIA. What's legal and what's moral? are different. Right and wrong are subjective. Not everyone's moral compass points them to the same true north. That's why it's significant that Gina Haspel, President Trump's pick to lead the Central Intelligence Agency, repeatedly declined to say during her confirmation hearing on Wednesday whether the enhanced interrogation techniques used against terrorism suspects during the years after September 11th, which she oversaw as the leader of a secret prison in Thailand, and which have subsequently been outlawed, were immoral. It's also why John McCain, who suffered mightily at the hands of his Vietnamese captors during five and a half years as a prisoner of war, is now urging his Senate colleagues to reject Haspel's nomination. The Arizona Republican said in a statement last night, quote, Ms. Haspel's role in overseeing the use of torture by Americans is disturbing. Her refusal to acknowledge torture's immorality is disqualifying. Dying of brain cancer, the chairman of the Armed Services Committee is making what might be his last moral stand. McCain says the methods we employ to keep our nation safe, quote, must be as right and just as the values we aspire to live up to and promote in the world. But what precisely are those values? Whatever once resembled a national consensus on that question has eroded these past few years which is how giving some definition to something seemingly as anodyne as American values became a flashpoint during Haspel's testimony before the Senate Intelligence Committee. Haspel promised she would never revive the CIA's interrogation program, even if ordered to by Trump. And she said she would not support an order to destroy videotaped evidence of such interrogations if it came today, even though she did so in 2005. But she gave less ground on enhanced interrogation techniques, which many call torture, These were detailed in a 2014 report by the very committee she was appearing before. That report concluded that the techniques used by CIA were neither useful nor legitimate. Haspel says she believes everything she did in Thailand and elsewhere was legal and argued that it's impossible to know whether interrogation techniques played a role in getting valuable information from al-Qaeda detainees. Haspel said she would not allow the CIA to undertake activity that is immoral, even if it is technically legal. But she demurred when pressed repeatedly by senators like Kamala Harris, the Democrat from California, on whether waterboarding and other techniques she oversaw were immoral, even with the benefit of hindsight. She would only say that the stricter moral standard she was referring to is what is spelled out in the Army Field Manual. That is a legal standard, not a moral standard. Our moral standards have evolved considerably during the 242 years since we declared independence from King George, and so is the law. 
Over time, the federal government has sanctioned violence against Native Americans, African Americans, and many others that was technically legal at the time, but clearly immoral, especially with the benefit of hindsight. Separate yet equal was a real legal standard decreed by the Supreme Court in Plessy v. Ferguson, and it wasn't overturned until Brown v. Board. The Supreme Court has repeatedly interpreted the Constitution in ways that any reasonable human should now agree were morally abhorrent. In the case of Dred Scott, the justices voted 7-2 to two that an African American, whether enslaved or free, could never be a U.S. citizen and therefore had no standing to sue in court. With Fred Korematsu, the justices voted 6-3 that it was fine for FDR to send U.S. citizens to internment camps solely because they were of Japanese descent. When the eugenics movement was fashionable among elites in the 1920s, the high court ruled 8-1 to that states could forcibly sterilize so-called undesirable citizens. That's why it's so important to be able to say years later that activities like this were immoral. For Democrats looking for details on these moral questions, however, getting a straightforward answer from Haspel was like interrogating vapor. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, three Americans who have been detained in North Korea returned to U.S. soil early this morning, where they were greeted by Trump and Mike Pence at Andrews Air Force Base just before 3 a.m. Eastern time. Officials say initial exams show the released Americans are in relatively good health. Trump told reporters, quote, we want to thank Kim Jong-un, who was really excellent. The men's release was a gesture of goodwill ahead of Trump's planned summit with Kim. Trump told reporters early this morning that the meeting will not be held in the demilitarized zone between North Korea and South Korea. That leaves Singapore as the most likely destination. Number two, President Trump's personal lawyer and longtime fixer, Michael Cohen, collected at least $2.35 million from corporate clients after Trump took office. The companies have cited a range of reasons for hiring Cohen, Investigators are now probing whether he promised specific government actions in exchange for payments, which could cause legal trouble. Special counsel Bob Mueller is looking into at least one of the arrangements with the pharmaceutical company Novartis. Shortly after Trump's inauguration, the company signed a $1.2 million contract with one of Cohen's shell companies, Essential Consultants, to advise on health care policy. But a spokeswoman for the company claims they realized he was not useful for them after just one meeting. Still, she said, they paid out his 100k a month retainer for the rest of the year anyway. Nice work if you can get it. Number three. Israel's army claims Iranian forces fired rockets at Israeli troops on Wednesday. According to the Israeli military, the rocket attack marks the first time Iranian forces have fired on the Israeli troops. Analysts say Trump's decision to exit from the nuclear agreement has given Tehran less reason to exercise caution in confronting Israel. Israel said it responded to the rocket fire by attacking dozens of Iranian targets inside Syria. The blistering assault was by far the most intensive Israeli action in neighboring Syria since the civil war there broke out in 2011. Meanwhile, European leaders opened talks to salvage the nuclear deal without U.S. involvement. And in Germany, Trump's newly confirmed ambassador, Rick Grinnell, triggered harsh criticism during his first day on the job after he took to Twitter to defend the president's decision on the deal and demanded German companies doing business with Iran wind down operations immediately. And that's The Daily 202 for Thursday, May 10th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you tomorrow. 